that accident yesterday was just complete comedy. <laughs> yeah. I, seriously. That first off, that that old lady was milking it and lying and oh, nobody yeah. bought it. Like no it, not not a single person. <laughs> she cut she cut that lady off from the right lane to make a left turn where that girl got out of her car. They smacked into the they smacked into the pole and the curb and a bush. She didn't let up on it at all. I don't know what she was thinking. She didn't put her brakes on at any point. It's very obvious. Yeah. There were no skid marks. <laughs> it's like and then she gets she climbs over the driver's side into the passenger seat and then comes out Oh, my head. Oh, my shoulders. Oh, my neck. Oh, my back. Oh, my legs. Like, just grabbing everything like she was playing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> you know, uh, for geriatrics. Right? And, like, that other girl was just like, and you could see when the adrenaline, like, she first came out, she's like, what were you thinking? Right? Mm. And it was like, and then she gets, and then as it's going along and the adrenaline fades, then she's starting to hurt. And that's legitimate hurt that is the i slammed down on my brake and you smashed me into a pole and finally stopped and you know it stinks because you have when you have abs it's like yeah you're you can push down all you want it's not gonna work so oh and she was wearing scrubs and everything and Mm -hmm. i felt sorry for her and then when mama showed up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah mama uh, was mad mom, mama just didn't care mama just stopped walked over like i can't even believe this crap this is ridiculous blah blah you know and it's like okay so yeah good times good <laughs> good good times and yep. they uh, popped one of our lines and encore guys out was out there afterwards was like i know which one it is like all right well great then go over to it numb nuts right it's like but Man, I was just we just got to sit on our front porch. That was funny because you're like, yeah, you had that California mentality. You're like the police would be like, get in your house. Like mm-hmm. out here, they're like, no, we're not even going to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just sat out there on our front porch. All six of us are just out there just watching the show. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, oh, well, what? You're disrupting my neighborhood. I'm not disrupting yours. Go, Keep going. Just go. But she was, oh, do you want an ambulance? She got an ambulance and a neck brace and a gurney. And it's like. What are you trying to angle? What is she? What do you? What do you think? What do you think she's gonna end up trying to do? Honestly, I don't know. I'm thinking she's probably going to try to do the. I had a medical emergency, and I didn't see her because you know I I have cataracts. I can't. You know, it's on my. You know, my my doctor can tell you and blah 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 blah. I need. You know, you, you gotta call my my husband and oh well, my, never mm. mind. My husband just died. Oh yeah. So I was just you know very emotionally distraught. Like I I could see her trying like you know that stuttering, mm-hmm. trying to get away with it to see what catches somebody before she keeps going with it kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was just absolutely insane. And then after that, you know, came inside and you know. I was saying yesterday, I was like, I got got a lot done in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wanted to get it all done before they got home. No, it looked and really good. Good job. Very proud of you. Thank you. I did. Um, and out of all of that, yeah, they, they literally pointed out exactly what I thought they were going to point out. Mm-hmm. I literally, I loved that because it was just like, it proved my point. And then, yeah, they didn't even see that part coming. That like, yeah, you can, so you can point everything out when someone else does it. But why do you think those things are dirty? Yep. <laughs> because... You haven't cleaned it. <laughs> like the mm-hmm. their their best their best bets 
was the two things that I literally was like I didn't get to those things before I got home. It was the little the little pieces with the way that our kitchen cabinets are set up they have these little decorative pieces on the bottom Mm -hmm. and they're stupid and they just create this little corner that the broom and mop can't get into sorry about that um and so we literally have to get hands and knees and like scrub that little spot Mm -hmm. and then the pantry closet i had started mopping before i realized that i didn't go in there at all and was like oh great (laughs) so so those are the two things that i didn't get to they pointed those two things out and then the other two things that were valid were the mantle in the dining room Mm -hmm. that I've never gotten on them about because it's a dusty piece of, you know, part of everything that's dusty. You need the duster to get that. And then the microwave. Yep, Chef Mike. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny. I was like, well, I've been feeling these are going to be the things they get on me about because everything else, everything else is clean. And they could not like it. That was it. just it's at some point, sometimes it's it's nice to be able to sit back and know that you clean something so well that the only things that people can go after for not being done are things that you haven't gotten on them about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they were searching. And th- oh, the yeah. fact that they were uh, like Lily finally gave up 30 seconds before because I gave them five minutes. Lily finally gave up 30 seconds before. But man, yep. Tabby was looking. She was really hoping she was going to get something. And then Anna was just being Anna, just walking around being like, OK, I understand the assignment. Look around. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just like. It just felt nice. And I was like, I got it done. I got it done right. And then, yeah, to literally be, to have Lily validate the fact that she knows that I would have cleaned and organized where the Tupperware go without even having to look. Yeah. It's like, see, so this is what, this is what should be expected of you guys. We shouldn't have to. We should be (laughs) shocked that pots aren't washed. Yeah. Not go, oh man, there's another one. Oh, what what are we going to do? We can open this door and have it be dirty. Put in your guesses now. (laughs) Like, we shouldn't be playing these games of, man, how much money can I win if I bet that my children didn't clean something? That Mm -hmm. should not be a game that we should win at. (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, no, so that went well, you know, and now they're. On their last straw with everything, you you know, talked about all the things you're looking at doing, and yeah, I agree with all of them, so mm-hmm. it's not like you'll choose one, and I'll be like, oh, I was hoping for the other one. All of them, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I no. see all of those working. No. Literally take away their ability to use anything in the kitchen that we have right now. They're going to get knocked down to plastic stuff, or we're going to do it service-based, mm-hmm. which is we're going to all eat, and boy, by the time we're done eating, you guys better get that kitchen all nice and done and everything, and it better be all finished, and then you get to eat. Mm-hmm. Like that is the suck. I mean, that's what I do for breakfast. It's literally, and that's part of the reason why they've. But they mm-hmm. still just haven't learned because they. I've realized that w- that's part of the reason why I made sure that I did get give them a lunch, um, despite yeah. them not having anything done um, yesterday. Because I was like, no, they're not gonna look forward to being able to take from their friend because they're so hungry they didn't have any food because you know i'm so mean and i made them clean in the morning and then they ran out of time and they were gonna be late and that's why they were late this was like i was Mm -hmm. i didn't want that to be their you know big argument at school so i was just like "Uh uh-uh y'all have a lunch you'll have a lunch and you just if you don't finish it before breakfast i guess you're just not having breakfast and it's so frustrating too because there's like eight or nine strawberries that are ready Mm -hmm. in the garden right now and my whole thing Mm -hmm. was i was gonna make them strawberry waffles so last two times i've got up with them that was my plan and now i have to pick all the strawberries and we get to eat them because they just they didn't get everything done so yeah no this is this is last straw 
Mm-hmm. They get to, you know, clean the kitchen well and do everything great tonight, tomorrow, you know, throughout the weekend and, you know, indefinitely. And we get to keep things going the way they're going or they're going to go. Yeah, I know what you said, but I don't really care mm-hmm. still. And then they're going to learn really <laughs> the hard way oh, yeah. that they should have cared <laughs> because I could see it in all of them. Like, oh, that's not that bad, you know make my own dinner like i can cook like i saw that look on all their faces and i was like "Ooh, i promise you you do not want that you do not want that decision because yeah they, i could tell all of their thoughts Ooh, i'll just make mac and cheese mm-hmm. oh i can make hot dogs oh yeah no ramen's really easy <coughs> so i just i just thought that was funny yeah no they they really thought that for a second there it was going to be in their best you know um, interest. Mm-hmm. So, no, they thought they were gonna. Oh wait, we're gonna make our own dinner. Oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, no cheese, no butter. You're not gonna be using any of my stuff. You're literally gonna be handed a thing of pasta, uncooked pasta, and you're or rice, and you're gonna be handed a protein, and you're gonna be told whatever veggie you need get out of the garden. And congratulations, go cook. Don't touch my seasonings. You're not gonna touch my anything. Like, uh, you guys think you're better cooks than than I am? Like, I know that answer. They, they don't. <laughs> so it was like, all of a sudden they're like, um, n- no, <laughs> no. So, yeah. So with that, good morning and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything's Morning Grind, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So on our Friday here, we're going to talk about National Days. How many we got? Three. Ooh. All right. All on you. Go for it. Our first National Day. It is National Blueberry Pie Day. So, National Blueberry Pie Day on April 28th each year ushers in blueberry pie making season. Blueberry harvest begins in April and lasts until September, giving us a long season full of blueberry enjoyment. We've been enjoying blueberries and pies since early American settlers arrived. In 1872, the first documented recipe for blueberry pie appeared in the Appledore Cookbook. Blueberries are abundant in Maine, so it's no surprise that blueberry pie is is the state's official dessert. This once wild berry became domesticated during the early 1900s thanks to the observations of Elizabeth Coleman White and the research of Dr. Frederick V. Koval. Before their efforts, wild blueberries were never successfully transplanted and raised in any farming operation for personal or commercial production. The only way to enjoy fresh blueberries was to seek them out where they grew naturally. Through the efforts of White and Koval, today producers and private gardeners bring to fruition these amazingly delicious berries. These vibrant berries pack a punch in vitamins and health benefits from farm to table or farmer to the grocer to you. They make a great snack all on their own or enhance a meal and make stellar desserts or sauces. Whatever this berry does, it does with pan- panache? Mm-hmm. Panache. It's one of the healthiest fruits on the market, too. Full of antioxidants, this nutrient berry helps inhibit cancer development and helps prevent urinary tract disease. Eating blueberries may assist in maintaining healthy blood pressure, reduce blood sugar, and ease symptoms of depression. So to observe Blueberry Pie Day, bake a blueberry pie. While you're at it, bake two and give one away. You can also visit your local baker and ask them for their best blueberry pie. Let us know where you're shopping that day as well. Yeah, panache. is a, It's a French word. It's, it's like when a peacock flutters up. Panache, you know, type situation. Mm. So, but uh, I love blueberries. I love blueberries ridiculously. We we have freeze-dried blueberries and everything else. Blueberry pie? I, I don't know. I've never had blueberry pie. I have. And I, I think it just comes down to that whole side of me where it's like, well, let's take something healthy and then add a 
crap ton of sugar to it. But you're not a dessert person. I know. <laughs> Every time we talk about this, it's, it's mm. like desserts personally offend you. <laughs> You know, it, they they kind of do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna lie. They, I, I kind of I look at it like like when like you're talking about the strawberries for tomorrow for waffles, and I'm like, man, strawberries are amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna make them for waffles. That's good. And then I'm like, you're not gonna like slice them up, put them in a pan, put a bunch of sugar in there, and make a syrup, and then basically turn them into strawberry jam. Are you? Like, no, that's what my brain says. Like, I don't care what you're gonna do. I'm not the one eating them. But I, I just, I, I find it an affront to, you know, good berries and good foods to be used in horrible ways. So, you know, and, and so, yeah, you're right. I'm not a dessert person. It's not that I don't like desserts. It's that I, I just, I love berries. I just love them the way that they are. I feel like there's like your, your beans. We talked, we talked about this before. You're like, oh yeah, I'll make them in burritos and this. I'm just want to bowl your beans. I'm, that's all I need. Just to bowl your beans. I'm good. Like you were asking about, you know, dinner for tonight. And I'm like, mm, there's beans. I'm good. Just heat those up. I'll eat those. I'm good. So, really? you know, I, I really they were so oversalted this time. Oh, mm, that's I still why like I mixed them. them with rice. Yeah. But, you know, that's just that's the way I am, though. It's like, but blueberry pie. No, I've had blueberry pie. And I just again, I just find it to be a thin blueberry jelly sandwich basically i mean it just it's really what it kind of comes down to but i'm sure there's different ways and different different methods that people have gone through to make blueberries and blueberry pies so okay so that works i have nothing else to add to it <laughs> okay so then our second national day is national historic marker day Historic markers all across the nation provide a glimpse into the past and preserve history for future generations. On the last Friday in April each year, National Historic Marker Day in invites volunteers and communities to come together to maintain their markers. Unfortunately, weather and time take their toll on these small monuments to history. By working together, we not only ensure these markers tell the stories to future generations, but we also take the opportunity to celebrate the history and culture they preserve. Historic markers pop up all over the country. In fact, according to the Historical Marker Database, more than 157,000 historic markers preserve history across the United States. Look closely and you will see them near significant natural formations, state and national trails, historic buildings and communities, and even cemeteries. They tell stories of cultural, national, and historical significance. They also remind us of the people who lived, worked, contributed, played, created, and survived in communities all across the country. Many historic markers are neglected and in need of upkeep. National Historic Marker Day invites individuals and communities to come together to restore and preserve these glimpses into our culture and history. So to observe National Historical Historic Marker Day, register your local or regional National Historic Marker Day event um, on their website. Volunteer to clean and preserve historic markers in your community. Share your event with others to showcase your progress and community spirit. Lead a fun educational activity to encourage students or child engagement in hi with history. And definitely follow the conversation on social media. You know, we have a lot of historical markers out here. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot. Like, we can't, I don't think there's a direction we can drive for more than a few miles that before we actually hit one, you know? And, I mean, I see them out here all the time. We have one around, right around the corner here, mm -hmm. the house next door to a, us. There's a judge's house, and then yeah. um, there's one, th there's like three in the neighborhood behind us. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. it just amazes me, knowing that there was, there's so many people that were important to the f just the foundation of this city. Yeah. That, like, were 
like they're historical people and the amount of things that they've done it's like you just don't realize how big your world actually is until you start looking at things like that Mm -hmm. and like the history of where you are and all the things that used to be there and are there because like i told you before we have the hern house across the street and Mm -hmm. like we've known it as the hern house for the past year and when we went on our bike ride they're on one of the buildings that's like super broken down in downtown Mm -hmm. they haven't demolished it it's because that building was made by some of the founders of the city, including one of the Hearns. Yep. And it's like, that's crazy to me to think like, it was just so cool. Like, oh my God, we live across the street from where those people lived. Like, I want to know what it looks we like. We also live in a historical house yeah. as well. It's just, just, yeah, it's just amazing. Like, but yeah, it's like everything that goes on around here. We're like, wow, we're a part of this. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's actually pretty darn crazy to think about. We don't have that many in California. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's not. Most of them in Sacramento, especially the area there, are related to the gold rush. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of it. But out here, there's like, there's missions and missionaries. And there's like, you know, I mean, I don't know in Sacramento, but we have a convent here, <laughs> you know, because we have nuns and the nuns have a garden and the nuns are just, and it was like, what the, those are nuns. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's like, well, yeah, they're, 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 they're here. It's like. Okay, this is not normal for us, you know. <laughs> it's like the the stuff that's out here that's so historical, you just you don't realize how much of it is around you and, and it's not something you get in the big cities. Yeah. We don't see that in Tyler. We don't see that, you know, in 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 Dallas, honestly. Yeah, it's like very you to, few in the cities, but out here, oh it's my god. Every building is historical and significant and you're like, holy crud, to know that our theater at one point was like the theater out mm-hmm. here. It was like just crazy to think about so i was like okay so yeah so go look around and and yeah there is i know there's a website you can go and look for every historical marker around you and i think google maps even has that so it's it's kind of cool so take a look how many do you have and tell us let us know how many how many historical things do you have be curious so what's our third it is national arbor day okay Trees afford us many pleasures. In the spring, their buds let us know warmer weather is on the way. Their summer leaves provide ample shade on a hot day. Have you ever joyfully jumped into a pile of crisp, colorful leaves in the fall? And in the winter, tree branches offer shelter to wildlife for our viewing pleasure. Each year in April, National Arbor Day encourages us to celebrate and plant trees. The observance takes place each year on the last Friday in April. Trees are more than signals of the changing season. They provide vital protection for the Earth's topsoil from erosion, oxygen, and homes homes for wildlife. Trees also are a renewable resource that provide a variety of materials for building, fuel, and office supplies. When we plant trees in our yard, we improve our enjoyment of our outdoor living spaces and our overall quality of life. National Arbor Day celebrates all these things and aims for American generations to enjoy all the benefits trees have to offer. So to observe National Arbor Day, celebrate the day by planting a tree. Join a tree planting event near you or organize one in your community. Consider the trees you plant as well. While you may look for fast-growing trees so that you may enjoy the tree during your lifetime, planting a slower-growing tree is an investment in the future. Generations to come will enjoy the shade and beauty of the tree long after we're gone. And leaving something as precious as a tree behind is quite an investment. And definitely share your experiences. If you plant one, let us know what kind you planted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because like, I don't know where we would plant a tree in our backyard or front yard because... We have so many trees, and I'm. We've, we've talked about this before. I'm literally blown away by how many trees we have here. Because in Sacramento, we had one. Mm-hmm. Our house had one. Every time they build a new subdivision, you get one, maybe 
two trees, right? If your backyard was big enough, you got one in the front yard and one in the backyard. Yep. And that was it. Versus out here, I'm blown away. What do we have? 30, 32, I think is what we yeah. counted. 32 trees on our property. You know, it's like, it's that's insane. Yeah. You know, to look at our property and go, those are our trees. Those are our trees. And our trees our trees are part of history mm -hmm. like holy crud these trees are have been around for oh, well over a hundred years and mm -hmm. and it's like and in sacramento it's like oh yeah we got a shade tree so i'm i'm just no i love national arbor day i i will say that uh, the marker in me really went crazy on a national arbor day in sacramento or in davis i'm sorry so in Davis, they had a celebration for National Arbor Day. Mm -hmm. We celebrated by stapling a bunch of posters to trees. Oh, yeah. You told me. Yeah. <laughs> and they left them up and they were up there for like weeks after Arbor yep. Day. Sacramento's was worse with Earth Day. So, yeah, <laughs> it was like, but out here, it's like, no, there's not there's none of that weird stuff. Yeah, they don't do the weird celebration where it's just like, mm. this is. But I mean, there's not really a reason to have to encourage everybody right? to want nature out here because everybody out here wants nature i mean hell we've got a big huge park mm -hmm. that we just for the first time went to yeah and realized just how big it is and it, it like w there's nothing out here there's nobody out here which reminds me we should do some mushroom hunting today we had those nice big storms Ooh. okay anyway <laughs> we yeah. just uh, you don't have to encourage people out here no to want to be in nature and preserve nature because that's just everybody out here that's just a part of them like they mm -hmm. look at everybody else in the cities and everything and they go why would you like where's where are the trees yeah shoved in this tiny little area in between all these tall buildings so it's not as healthy as it could be because it's not getting enough sunlight because of the shade from the skyscrapers like what are we what is the purpose of having a tree out here if mm -hmm. it can't grow right and you have to constantly keep you know upkeep on it because you don't want its roots to grow too far because then it's going to start destroying things underground and you don't want it to get too tall because well then it's going to start touching these power lines that are in the way mm -hmm. and so it can't really be there like it, it's it is hard to keep the nature from being nature out here that's yeah. how much there is i mean even down to they have to our tree lines are so thick out here that they have to take the giant chainsaw tractors to cut them away from the street because it will find a way in a year that's how thick all of it is out here so it's just like it, it amazes me that it's even like days like this are made mm -hmm. For places in California, mm -hmm. for big cities and places where people like, oh, they live in the suburbs, so they've got a little bit more land than the people in the cities, but, you know, they want that modern life, so they don't have trees. I'm like, ah. One of the most frustrating things when I was living in, in Sacramento still, we had um, our one-story house, and uh, we had a den in the front of our house mm -hmm. that had, for some reason, whoever built this house was not smart because and we've seen it several times like we even talk about how funny it is in this house the people that put in heating and air conditioning units are horrible planners on where the vents mm -hmm. go because i swear you have a giant room and it'll have like one vent and then you'll have a smaller room and it'll have like four and i'm like what it what is what is the purpose of having four in right? this room but it's the same so it was the same thing with that house this giant den it was bigger than our living room in the very front of our house and there was one vent on the ceiling. And that was our playroom. And it was the front of the house, which means it got the most sun. The afternoon sun. Mm -hmm. 
So we had a tree in front of the house, a beautiful, large, amazing oak tree in front of the house. And then the landlord decided, well, you know, it's kind of pushing up this concrete with its root a little bit right here. So instead of cutting that root so it stops growing, we're going to cut the tree down. And that summer was horrendous. We could not be, we literally couldn't have the daycare kids in the playroom because it was getting upwards of 105, 6, 7 degrees in that room, despite there being Mm -hmm. an entire air conditioning unit running for the rest of the house. It just didn't work. So we, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. And it was, it was so annoying. It was so frustrating because it was like, if you would just kept that tree there, you don't realize how much time and energy and money and everything that you wasted by cutting that tree because Mm -hmm. now there's no shade which is the biggest thing that like i it's like there's no like that's part of the reason why that in between state Mm -hmm. with our (laughs) with our kitchen right before all the leaves come in for the trees but it starts getting warmer outside that kitchen is so hot oh yeah but then the leaves come in it's like okay and we just have about 30 minutes before it crosses behind the trees and then we're good it may be warm in there from us cooking but it's not sun beaming in hot (laughs) so it's just like i can't I don't understand people that cut down trees around houses when the, like, you know, the roots are going to destroy things. I'm like, okay. So you find a way around it. I I understand the cheap option is cutting the tree down. But in the long term, you're going to end up spending more money Mm -hmm. because you cut that tree down than if you would have just spent the initial money to rearrange the pipes that are underground or cut the roots instead of cutting the entire tree so that it, you know, decides, hey, can't grow the roots that way. Let me go in a different direction. Like, I just... It, it just amazes me that people would rather spend their time and their money doing something quick and easy and cheap to keep something that's going to end up hurting them in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, same the same thing as they say. Like, don't plant a tree that's fast growing because you want to watch the tree grow. You if you, Especially, like, if you want your kids to live in that house or, like, you want to pass this house on, like, yeah. don't plant a fast growing tree that's going to die soon. Plant, plant a slow growing tree. Oh, pecan. You know, uh, pines like literally the trees trees that we have good for your area too don't go oh i know that i live like we are never gonna go oh i know we live in texas now but there was this really nice tree in california that i'm gonna plant out here because you never know there's a reason why it's not there like (laughs) yeah that bugs me so much when people destroy an ecosystem because they want something that's pretty Mm -hmm. like that oh no that no i i saw one near here i one of the cities that's surrounding us where somebody basically um, decided that they wanted to build it tropical and I saw you know palm trees and palm bushes and that and I'm like wrong state yeah so, uh. the wrong area of the of the state because you want palm trees that's fine we have Galveston yeah. we have Corpus Christi we have all of these areas where you can go and do those things and you'll be in great shape mm-hmm. go for it but nope that's that's not what they're doing so mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah anyway with all of that said, and hope you would, you know, tell us which of those three fa- days is your favorite. Be curious about that. So do not forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. And that would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And we'll see you this afternoon. Till then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.